Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to HCG Body Talk on Blog Talk Radio, where we discuss how to achieve the health and body of your dreams one day at a time with HCG Body for Life. How to stay semper fit, fit for life. Please welcome your host, international HCG diet coach, author, and creator of HCG Body for Life, Colin F. Watson. HCG Body for Life, for the body of your life. Hey guys, it's Colin. Welcome to the show. Um, today is the, what is it, the 11th today? I'm all confused. But anyway, welcome to the show. And I have a very, uh, very cool topic to cover today. Actually, I've never covered this before. And this is, uh, it's a very, it's, it's new, something I've been doing for a while, but I was going to put it in my next book. And I decided, you know, I'm going to go ahead and uh, and actually break it down to people and have people actually try it and use it and then uh, get some feedback. And that would actually give me better content. Uh, or at least tweak it if we need to. So today, um, if you just do a sound check first and make sure you can uh, hear me, press. Uh, if you haven't been here before, press one on your phone. That puts your hand up. It lets me know you have a question, and we'll use that at the end of the call if you have questions. But this lets me know you can hear me clear. Uh, I've been using my phone all day, so I'm concerned if the battery is kind of low on my headset. So if you can hear me loud and clear, put your hand up, okay? And if you can, go ahead and push one again and put your hand down. And uh, that'll let me know that we're all ready to go. I'm going to close some of these applications on my computer here. They're going to be buzzing me emails and what have you. All right, some of you still have your hand up there. Um, just go ahead and press one on your phone. That way, when we get to the end of the call, we'll know that if you really want to ask a question or not. So anyway, today's call, we're talking about phase four and uh, and actually some special um uh, a special new way of going about. Actually, I'm going to say it's not a. It's a. It's going to be phase four, part two, because I still think that our phase four that we put together for AC Body for Life is still extremely important. Because in our phase four, we teach you a, a way of systematically um, figuring out which foods, which sugars and starches, and f- combinations of foods work for your body and your body likes, and which ones your body doesn't like. And actually knowing that does make it a lot easier for you to maintain your weight in the long run. However, you know, this HCG EODD is really, I think, um, something, I think it's going to be, it's, it's, it's going to be a breakthrough, um, breakthrough for a lot of, for a lot of you. And reason being is that I am absolutely obsessed with figuring out, um, a way to maintain, um, your weight easily for life, make it easy. I have, you know, it seems like every time I do my show, my puppy comes down in the room and wants to play with his squeaky toys. So I don't know if you can hear that, but it, it drives me nuts. Um, ADD can't deal with two things at one time. But um, anyway, the goal, goal my, I'm obsessed with just getting, um, you know, getting the people, making it easier for for people to maintain their work. We've got, you know, I've, I already, I'm 100% convinced. That, I mean, this is my life. I live this. I talk about it all the every day. That losing weight is not a problem. We figured out the the cure for losing weight quickly, um, effectively. We're talking about not just weight but body fat, and um, that's not the problem. It seems like the biggest problem people have is that they've taken the weight off and then going back to life and then trying to maintain that weight 
um, the weight loss they've had over time, and, and it usually creeps back up. And they said, you know, ninety ninety three percent or ninety four percent of people that lose weight um, gain it back in three years. Um, I'm on a quest that that to change that um, by always tweaking, always getting knowledge. I mean, some people like reading romance novels. My wife loves murder mysteries. She reads them constantly. I'm obsessed with reading every weight loss theory book report, uh, and I throw out what, what's garbage, and I and I implement or try out and test the theories that some of these gurus have. Some of them are actually brilliant. Some of them are just regurgitated garbage. Um, and then what I do is I once I implement it and I see some results, I I go ahead and we try it with a few other people and we see if it works. And if it, usually if you get you get a, you know you get a, a group of people that have similar results, you're onto something. And then I share it because ultimately, like I said, my goal is to make your life easier as possible when it comes to maintaining weight. And especially for someone who loves to travel, my wife and I, you know, summer month is for us to travel. I, my son visit his mom on the East Coast. And so vacationing, you know, dieting and vacations really don't go together very well. And uh, and usually you go on vacation, you try you try for the first couple of days to, you know, try and be good, and then you throw the baby out with the bathwater and the margaritas and the pina coladas and the desserts and the buffets. Eventually it's all, you know, screw it, I'll just gain the 10 pounds or 15 pounds and I'll lose it again. And it's something you realize it's not as easy. So I'm hoping that what you get here is going to be – some light bulbs are going to go off and it's going to be a key – to help you, Hera, please, uh, is going to give, give the key to helping you uh, uh, do that, maintain your weight. So, what is um, you know, phase four is if you if you those of you who don't know if you've not been here uh, or you haven't been through the complete protocol yet, phase four is you know, the, I have my little quotes in the air is going back to you know, going back to eating normal, as they say. Now, my thing is I think you're eating normal when you're on protocol and eating off protocol isn't normal. Eating sugars and all the sugars and the starches and the, and the garbage combinations that we as a society have put together that are most, the most unhealthy combinations known to man. You know, hamburgers and french fries, they sound good, but they're the worst food combination, um, you know, that you can have. And a lot of the th- special foods that we love so much, they're 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 taste good, but the combinations are really what makes it fat. So phase four, there really was not a phase four in in Simeon's protocol. There wasn't a phase four in in uh, uh, as far as at least a roadmap of phase four in Kevin Trudeau's book. And and up until I'm probably some, there's some new books out there that people have followed after us, but I don't think there was a phase four or e- even a systematic phase three until we put out our book AC Body for Life or, or How to Feel Good Naked in 26 Days. And so we're really proud of that. And I'm really proud of the information I'm going to be bringing you today because I really think, I'm telling you, it's, it's mind-blowing stuff. But it's very simple. Some, it does take some discipline. Some of you, it may be too challenging. But some of you may find it as this is just the way you're going to be able to eat. So um, so the acronym EOD, EOD means basically every other day. And the goal is is that by the time I'm done walking you through the three phases of this particular phase four, if you will, um, the goal is is that you're going to be able to have whatever you want, whatever whatever your 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 go-to food is. You're going to be able to have that dish or or that that food or whatever it is um, every other day if that's your choice, and still be able to manu- maintain your weight. And it actually is a, it, it's actually simple math, simple calories calories in, calories out. But there's going to be a way of going about it. Not only is it going to give you the nutrients you want, your body needs. And also give you a system. I think one of the biggest problems we have with phase four, um, or, any, or or actually why I think um, 
phase, the, the protocol itself, ACGI protocol and ACGI Life is so successful, is the fact that you have a system. You're forced Plus, you're forced to um, follow a plan. You're not you're not left to your own devices, and so you have to you know you have to follow phase two and eat the certain foods and what have you. And it's the same thing with phase three, and then phase four. You're, you're just told, okay, well, go back to eating normally. Hold on a second, I'm plugging in. So. And that's usually when people mess up because all of a sudden they, they don't they go what am I going to eat oh my god I got to cook something uh, you know let me, let me just grab something or let me stop on the way home and pick up a burger or let me you know do this it, it just all of a sudden can, the convenience foods and the convenience uh, of the way the food industry has made it that we just succumb to that so that's where we run into problems and so you know not having a system for life is really the biggest problem with with the entire weight loss industry but us as human beings i mean that's the problem and i, I know that firsthand because that's why most people tell me they find they they love phase two um they even like they don't like they don't love phase three but they like phase three and then they're scared to death of phase four um but they like it because there's there's a regiment there's they know it they don't have to think about it their brain is not exhausted by waking up in the morning and figuring out what they got to eat and going to bed and figuring out what they're going to eat so so basically a-c-g-e-o-d-d means basically a-c it's not a-c-g every other day it's just the concept of being able to eat the foods you love um, every other day, and, and basically, science has proven, and, and many of these studies, especially they've done eleven, 11 studies this year on, on foods and binging and cravings. And really, the thing is, you, you, if you're able to not only emotionally and but physically have some of these foods you want, it minimizes on the binging and by abstaining for such a long time, and then eating, and then piling shame on top of that, and eating some more. So I really, really hope this comes home to you. And I'm going to try and break it down as simply as I can. Um, like I said, it's not complex, but it is a lot of information, and I will do my best to um, take my little notes I have here or my outline and post it uh, in my newsletter or my blog uh, or actually my new magazine coming out uh, next month, hopefully, uh, called Semper Fit Magazine. Magazine. So anyway, um, here we go. So how does it work? Basically, like I said before, it's kind of the concept of calories in, calories out. The goal is that with the way I'm going to show you how to eat, you're going to basically end up reducing your caloric, your weekly caloric intake sufficiently. I mean, to the tune of up to 30%, um, and that's going to actually help you not only maintain weight but lose weight. Um, if you know that, if you've heard before that you know that it takes 3,500 calories um, to burn 3,500 calories to lose a pound of fat, and that's why most conventional diets they'll tell you that you can lose up to you know one or two pounds a week or, or is healthy, and that's what most conventional diets do. They basically cut your calories enough over over a week's time to where eventually you have uh, reduced your calories by 20, 25, 30%. And consistently, if you do that, you will consistently lose weight gradually or slowly. Well, how wonderful would that be if you've lost all the weight you need to lose in phase two, you've maintained your weight and actually stabilized your new weight set point in phase three, and you're able to live in phase four where you actually are gradually still losing body fat along the way or maintaining your weight without without a problem. That Wouldn't that be an ideal world? Well, I think I have the magic bullet for you, but like any magic bullet, you got to have a gun, you got to shoot it, and you got to hit your target. That means you got to implement it, and you have to Im implement it completely, just like you implemented the uh, AC diet protocol or AC body for life. Um, why does it work? 
pretty much said the same thing. It works because you're basically not only depriving your, you're not depriving yourself of foods you love, you're, but you're actually having it and eating it in a way that you're actually not overloading your body consistently with calories that cannot cannot burn. And there you're not storing fat. I mean, that's how we store fat. We end up kind of eating the wrong stuff two, three, four days in a row, try to clean up our act, and then usually get discouraged and then just continue to do it all the time. And and, and really, phase four, when we gain weight, we go, we go back unconscious. And what I love about HD Body for Life and HD Protocol is that you're unconscious. I mean, you're, you're conscious. I mean, you, you're actually, you're, you actually have to pay attention to what you're eating, how you're eating, how much you're eating, and it, it makes it easier for you. Well, this is going to be a way for you to do that without, without being, without it having to suck. <laughs> Put it that way. Um, so, so how, and how you implement it is going to be very interesting. So I want to, I want to kind of break it down to you that uh, you're going to be looking at this as a three, two, one type of plan. Ideally, it's something you should implement over a six-week period because you're actually going to be training yourself um, how to do this consistently, and so you're going to be doing it in a three-two-one plan. I'm going to break down exactly what that looks like. Now, for some of you, you may go, oh, my God, this is kind of boring, or oh, my God, this is going to be hard. Um, the alternative is not having any plan and then being back here, being able, you know, trying to lose the same 30, 40, 50 pounds all over again. If you've been there, done that, you know how discouraging that is. So, um, like I said, this is not for everybody, but my, my goal always with sharing information is that if it lands on one person and it changes your life and makes it easier for you to, to, to maintain your weight and live a healthy, happy body, to be in a healthy, happy body, and be able to enjoy life without the constant fear and paranoia of gaining weight, then I've accomplished what I'm here for. So, so what is EODD or Basically, you're go I'm going to show you a way to do this where you're going to eventually be able to eat whatever you want every other day, but this is how it starts. Now, I've put together these acronyms to help you remember basically what the food groups are for the t different types of days. So you're, okay, so you're, so you're going to have what's called a shape day, and I just got that because I used the, the foods kind of I, – I found the word that actually – Explain the foods, food combinations you want to have, and it also means you want to stay in good shape. So it'll help you remember that. And then you're going to have an eat day, um, but eat day really means eat meal. It doesn't mean eat day. It's not like a load day where you just go crazy and eat every, you know, consume as many calories as you can. It is designed for you to actually be able to go. I, I want this. I want a hamburger and French fries. I want, you know, I want pizza. I want chocolate cake. And be able to have that, and especially going to be brilliant for those of you that are traveling or have weddings and all that kind of stuff. Because you can actually design your 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 shape days and your and your eat days around these type of events, which means you don't have to blow um, your daily diet. So, what does that look like? Shape the academic shape. And you know, if you have notes, you can write it down. If not, I'll, I'll just uh, try to email it out to my list uh, for those of you on the call. So, shape. Uh, stands for shake, which is, means protein shake. Um, a handful of nuts is the H. Um, number three is apples um, for the uh, A, obviously. Um, number four is protein, and which is which is, means you're going to have a solid protein with healthy carbs and healthy fats, almost like a very similar to an ACG diet meal. Just you're you know you're not under portion control really at that point. And then uh, the E and shake. It, um, shape is for evening snack. You're going to be able to have like an evening snack of fruit or a protein or, or something to that something to that healthy hand, more nuts. But basically, it's an evening snack that that consists of protein or low glycemic carbs or good fats and or some dairy. Um, and we'll break down what that looks like. But bottom line is is that shape day is that you're going to have your first two weeks 
So week um, week one and week two is going to consist of you having basically um, three shape days, and then after on the fourth day you'd have an eat day, which is an, which is really an eat meal. And I say eat day just so you can kind of get that they're you know every every other day. But please fall, bear with me here. So what that looks like basically is uh, the shape day. So I want to break it down to you. So you, you, your first meal will actually be a protein shake, not eggs and bacon and what have you. You can have a protein shake. Then your snack going to be a handful of lunch. I mean, handful of nuts. Really, lunch because lunch, lunch sometimes is challenging for people to get lunch on time or go to lunch. So actually, your your choice for lunch is if you have a couple apples throughout the mid afternoon. Reason for the apples to help get, help their good brain food. The carbs in the, in the fruit are good brain food. They look like cinnamon. They're high in fiber. They're good for you. Then you're going to have your your evening meal, which consists of a full protein. So you can have your chicken, your turkey, your beef, your fish, whatever. Um, some vegetables. Uh, you know, good fat. You want to have some avocados. Um, whatever else would be considered in the good fat category. And then you can have an eating snack. I prefer, I usually have what's called a casein type protein. I'll have cottage cheese. I'll have, you know, fruit, strawberries, very similar to some of the dessert or some of the foods I'd have on the AC diet protocol. Um, but there's a method to the madness here. And I'm going to get, I'll get to that later here where I talk about the math and you'll see how this works and how it works really well. So the reason why the first, I said the first couple of weeks are challenging because you're having three shape days in a row. For some people, they may, if the shape days come out to be about 1,200 calories a day. Some people may go, man, it's kind of boring. But other people may go, you know, I know exactly what I got to eat. I have my shake. I have my nuts. I have my apples. I have my dinner. And I have my late night snack. It works perfectly. And for me, it works perfectly. For Jane, it works perfectly. It won't work for everybody perfectly, but you get the gist of what I'm talking about. Then the eat day. Now the eat day, <laughs> the eat day basically is um, either breakfast or lunch. You want to have that meal of your choice. And, I, and I'll talk about it at the very end of this. But there's actually a study that said that says that people actually maintain their weight better long term if they actually have dessert for breakfast. That means those things you crave, you want to have. We've as a society have trained each other. We're supposed to have you know our nightcap and our after dinner cocktail and our after dinner dessert, and then we go to bed an hour and a half later, two hours later, and we have all the sugar in our system. Bad, bad choice. It's actually better for you to have all those high calorie, high fat high, you know, saturated or unsaturated, high sugar, all that kind of stuff, it's actually better to have it earlier in the day. But ideally, ideally, you want to have your eat meal either for breakfast or for lunch. That means you can go to IHOP or you can go to, you know, Burger King, whatever, and have your burger and fries and soda, whatever the case may be. And then you want to continue to go back to having, you know, clean meals for the rest of the day. That means your dinner, you want to have a nice lean protein and vegetables. This is not an all-free-for-all day. It is a cheat meal or eat meal, not an eat day. And you and the reason for this is because it gets the cravings out of the way. It gets that deprivation out of the way. It gets if you happen to have a luncheon, you know, a lunch meeting, you know, coming in the week, you can, you can actually go to lunch and not have to look like you're on a diet or feel like you have on a diet um, and it actually works um, you know I say breakfast and lunch because I want to avoid people choosing you know eating well throughout the day and all of a sudden having this blowout you know 4,000 calorie meal for dinner and then going to bed because that will sway you up more and actually put on a lot of water weight but you got to do what you got to do but ideally these are my guidelines of giving you breakfast or lunch are the perfect time to have this eat day whenever possible. On occasion, if you have to have it for dinner, that's fine, but I would I would rather you um, not, okay? So now let's put them in sequence. 
and then I'll start going a little bit through the through the math. So for the first the first three days, for example, the week, you're going to have your shape day. Then you're going to have an eat meal, which is whatever you want. Then you go back to having your shape day. So that means technically, you know, depending on what day of the week you start, you're going to have anywhere between five to six, uh, and most like most likely six shape days throughout that first a week or two weeks and that one eat meal. So it may seem very, you know, str- you know, stringent for you at first, but it also is, is giving you a habit of um, keeping these low glycemic, low carb days in um, and then having that meal. And it's going to train you basically to realize, you know what, in a couple of days, I'm going to be able to have what I want. I can have that piece. And you can actually put off those cravings or those desires of, of, of having to have it now. And that's really one of the lessons you want to learn. You know, we as we as a people, you know, we put off our long-term goals for things we want to have right now. We are an instant gratification society, and, and that tends to be a problem and actually creates this compulsive eating uh, habits that we have. So this is what week one and two look like. Then we're going to move to um, – then we're going to move to week uh Three and four, and as you see, it's going to be get easier because the day, the time between your eat meals are going to get less and less until we come to the coup de gras at the end, <laughs> at the end where it's every other day. So for week three and four, you're going to have two shape days, and then you're going to have an, an eat day on the on the third day. Now, so now you're going 48 hours with a shape shape day, eating shake, handful of nuts, apples. Whatever your leaner protein, whatever your protein and vegetable of choices. I mean, you can have you know, your grilled salmon and vegetables, and I mean, like I said, there's no restriction on the type of protein and vegetable you have. You just want to make sure that every every dinner meal has a protein, a vegetable, and a good source of fat. Uh, and I'll talk about fat at the end of the, at the end of the conversation as well. Um, and then you're going to have your eat meal. So now you're going. You're going two days on, one day off, if you will, having your eat meal, breakfast or lunch, preferably, and and having a healthy and a healthy dinner. Um, now, if you really want to make this work, you really kind of you, you look at your cheat or cheat meal or eat meal, whatever you want, however you want to um, identify it in your brain. You want to look at it as a treat, not as a license to to overeat. So really, ideally. You know, what I do, technically knowing that I'm going to have a eat meal or, or going to the movie or whatever it is that particular afternoon or day, I still start my day off with my this, my shake day. I still have my protein shake. Usually it's a post-workout protein shake for me because I, I like to do my exercises in the morning. And then I have my handful of nuts, and then I have whatever that lunch is. We go to, you know, we two food daily, and I have the bison burger with the bun instead of, instead of protein style. And then I have, you know, then I have my, you know, my fruit snack again, or whatever, cheese, or you know, more nuts. And then I have my dinner, a nice healthy dinner. So I was able to have that high calorie or high sugar meal um, early in the afternoon. I got my cravings taken care of, but I still was relatively healthy and low calorie for the beginning and the and the end of the day. And it really, really works, guys. If you get if you get the concept of there is you do have to implement some of your own personal control here and not have it be oh screw it I've already had this so I'm going to continue to do that that's that's what causes the compounded problem so in week three and four this is what the pattern you're going to do and I'm going to go over the math a little bit to to kind of give you an idea of why it works and so maybe you'll you'll get you'll get a concept of why this is really so so very cool and so this is not something brilliant I came up out of my, uh, my own. I, take, I tell you, I read all the kind of stuff from all these different gurus and mentors. I 
take what they have, I implement it, see if it works. I tweak it a little bit to make it more comfortable, easier for me. I see if it works, and I regurgitate it out to you guys, and then you guys test it and see if it works, and you feed it back to me. But I usually will only come to the table when I'm really, really excited and, and confident because I've seen results, okay? So excuse me as I take a swig here of water. All right, so, you know, as I talked about, the, you know, why it works, the calories in, calories out, um, because we have what's called our basal metabolic rate. You hear people talk about BMR. I talk about BMR in, in my phase three, um, you know, regiment, you know, my blueprint of how, how, to, how to regulate phase three and how you take your, your BMR. Your BMR is your basal metabolic rate, which is the, is the amount of calories your, your body naturally burns just by you functioning on a daily basis. And, and, and it's not theory. It's fact that if you eat more than what your, 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 basal, what your, your body can burn in calories, it's going to most likely store that those calories as fat. And if you eat less than what your body can, what your body burns in calories consistently, you'll lose weight. And and if you maintain your your uh, your basal metabolic rate calorie intake, that means if you if you average the maximum calories that your body burns and you're consistent with that number on a on a relatively good basis, you're going to maintain your weight. And that's really the secret, guys. It's, <laughs> it's not rocket science, but ma- the majority of us, us consume more calories than our body can, can burn off and process, and that's why we end up storing fat. And we do it month in and month in, day in and day out, and to the point where we just have this huge fat storage. So we probably all know the secret. I just want to make it easier for you to be able to toe the line or at least adhere to the laws of fatness, if you will. <laughs> so... What that looks like. So, so say a two hundred, for example, two hundred pound man, um, his the basal his basal metabolic rate by using the calculations that I use in phase three is by taking your 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 current weight times eleven if you're a man, or your current weight times twelve if you're a woman. That gives you a, your basic basal metabolic rate. That means the number of maximum calories your body can. Um, your body burns on its on its on its own just by being who you are. Now that's not that's not a locked in number. I mean, there is actually a real mathematical way of figuring it out, but a bunch of adding and subtracting and multiplying. Uh, but it, when every time I've done that, it actually has come out very very close within 100 to 200 calories. So this is an easy way. And actually, I know this number is a little bit conservative, which means you'll always be on the lower end of your BMR, which means that's a good thing for you because if you go by this number and you actually go over it a couple of times, you'll still be within range and keep. Your, keep your waistline. So given that number of 2,200 calories, if you multiply that by seven days, that means if I ate, if I ate, if I took in the calories of my, that my body could sustain on, on a normal basis, on a weekly basis, I would basically cons- need to consume or could consume 15,400 calories a week and maintain my weight. Uh, the problem with that is that in most cases, someday I may have 5,000, one day I may have 3,000, the other day I may have 2,000. Sometimes we don't, we have no clue how many calories are in some of the dishes. I know that you know, uh, you know, one of one of the most popular restaurants around here is Cheesecake Factory, and I can't even get a salad under 1,500 calories. Uh, that's like an ahi salad under 1,500 calories. Most a lot of dishes are 2,000, 3,000 calories, and that's just one meal. So you can imagine if you added in what you've had throughout the day. On top of that, and then going to Cheesecake Factory, and I'm not bagging on Cheesecake Factory. I'm just giving you an example that you could easily go over your your basal metabolic rate consistently just by eating out or eating at restaurants because you have no clue most of the time what's in the how many calories are in it. So with that said, in order for you to lose weight, you'd have to cut your calorie intake by at least 3,500 calories to lose a pound 
if you wanted to lose a pound. And and, and, and how do you do that? And you, you have to kind of shave it off every day, and you have to count calories. And what I'm talking about, guys, is never having to count calories again, never having to freaking plug into, you know, the calorie counter and go, okay, this is how much I had, this is how much I burned, just by following this little simple system. And that's really the biggest biggest prize, I think, of all, is that you can just do it, and it could be a no-brainer without having to count calories. So this is the math, and I try to make it as simple as I can. So if you had a shape day, you had a, you had a shape day, and let's say that shape day is roughly 1,200 calories, and let's say you eat, uh, and your eat day, the day you eat, or your eat meal was actually, with the day, that day included was actually 4,000 calories, um, that means basically if you had um, on the first the first week, for example, of eat, you'd have basically six um, uh, shape days and one eat day, you would you would total about eleven thousand calories for that week. So as you can see, just by doing you know the shape days and then having that that one big meal you wanted for that week, um, whatever whatever meal you wanted, you actually would drop your you would actually reduce your cal- caloric intake for that week for, of over four thousand calories, which is about thirty percent. Theoretically, and, and it's and it's actually I say theoretically to you because you haven't tried it. Theor- theoretically, you will lose a pound that particular week or more, um, depending on what your water intake. And that's kind of the, the kind of the secret because now you're going to gradually do this. So now think about it. You're training yourself. The reason why it's more aggressive the first few weeks because really getting it down and realizing you're not going to starve and you don't feel like crap, you actually feel pretty good. You are getting such a great combination of foods and you're getting the low carbs, the, the, the lean protein. You're not having the sugar spikes. You're getting the good fats. and Your body feels actually pretty good. Um, you're getting you're getting at least you know um, one gram of protein per body weight um, with the combination we're talking about, and you actually feel pretty good. So week two looks exactly the same way. So now you're looking at over a two week period of time, you would have actually taken you, know, you would normally have supposed to have taken in thirty thousand what thirty thirty forty what uh, thirty one thousand calories thirty one thirty one two. And actually, you would actually have cut your calories now by 8,000 calories over a two-week period, which means you actually, would be actually theoretically, would lose a couple of pounds, still having whatever you want for one day, one meal out of the out of the week. Now, it doesn't seem some of you may seem well, that doesn't sound too exciting, but it does get exciting as we go on. You only know where I'm going now, right? So, um, so as you can see, we're consistently reducing your your caloric intake just by having these combinations of days of a shape shape day and then an eat day, you actually, without effort, are lowering your caloric your caloric intake, which is basically reducing your reducing the amount of calories you have every week, which is actually lowering your your which actually will lower your body fat and body weight. So as we go into now um week three and four you're now, as I talked about, now you're going to, I'm going to do, do the math again so you kind of still see how the system is still working and how it ends up working out in the end. So in phase two of phase four, I, I don't know how better you'll have to do that, how to explain that, but um, for, um, the, similar, you know, the formula is very similar. So for week three and four, you would have a total of four shape days and one eat day or slash meal using the same math. So your total calorie intake would be approximately 12,800 calories for that week, and you'd be cutting your total caloric intake by 15%, um, which still means you're still you're still at 3,500 calories, so you're still losing weight technically um, as you're moving into uh, week three and four. And now you're having 
um, two eat days, if you will, out of the week. So now you look at it, you look at it however you want. I, I don't know how what what, what turns you what turns you crank, but you know, for me, it's like you know, once a week going going to Friday night sushi for me is like that's our treat. You know, that's our date night. We go there, and I look forward to it all the time. So I'm thinking about okay, if I had another another day of the week where I could just kind of go, and I really don't crave a lot of stuff with eating this kind of way, but I can say if I wanted ice cream, I wouldn't have to worry about it. If I wanted something else, I wouldn't have to think about it. Just go have it because I I know that I would know that what days I'm on, I could go ahead and do it. So it does give you some freedom, guilt free freedom, and that's really what I'm I'm focusing on because we beat the crap out of ourselves all the time when we eat something or we binge or we kind of go off the deep end. And then that shame on top of that just compounds and it makes it worse. So, you know, if you look at it in a way that you can actually give yourself permission um, to have some of the foods you love without going overboard, this is, what, this, this is what's going to pay dividends. I've always – you've heard me talk about it before. What you do 80% of the time shows up in your life, not what you do 20% of the time. And this is kind of the concept where I'm going at. So – so now you dropped your, you still dropped your caloric intake by 50%. You've had two days now where you've had, you know, the eat meal of your choice, and and like I said, preferably the time you want to have it is breakfast or lunch. I mean, literally having dessert for breakfast, you know, for me, you know, going out, you know, Sunday morning and and you know to Joe's here where they have the the most amazing chocolate chip pancakes. I would eat those chocolate chip pancakes and not think twice about it with my eggs and, and you know, and, and in bacon or whatever, you know, I have, and, and not think twice about it and just say, that was good and enjoy it. And that's kind of the beauty of it. So now we're going to move into, you know, the phase three of EODD or HGGODD. And this is where it gets fun. All, and, and, and for some of you, it's going to get to the point where you know, you're like, you know, I don't really want to have it every every other day. But this is the beautiful part about it that, and I'll tell you how how this works so well when you're on vacation because that's usually what really nails people. So now you can, you've guessed it now that now that you're in um, phase three or week week uh, five and six, if you will, of this revised or advanced phase four, you're now going to have your shape day, and then the next day you're going to have your eat meal. Um, and that's and that's going to be like I say whatever you want, and then you're going to have a shape day again, and that's just going to go every other day. And I'm going to do the math for you because people would think well, that gets kind of scary because if I'm having you know 1,200 calories and I'm having 4,000 calories and 1,200 calories, and I'm, I put 4,000 calories there as a as a guide, guys. You may have six, you may have three, you may have you know it all depends on what you're choosing to eat. I mean, obviously, if you're choosing to sit down and have you know something, at, we have a restaurant called Claim Jumpers out here where you can have one meal, and I think it's like. 7,000 calories for, I think it's mac and cheese or something. If that's what floats your boat, not yourself, I, I couldn't do it. But <laughs> if that's, that, that, yeah, like I said, I mean, everyone's different. But anyway, so doing the math, having now having basically either, depending on when you start your week, you'd either have four days of eat days and three days of shape day or four days of shape day or and three days of eat day because it all depends on what day of the week you're landing on as far as your shape days and eat days. And I hope that doesn't confuse you. But mathematically, basically, if you had – I just did the worst case scenario. If you had four eat days, you told to have four eat days out of the week or eat meals out of the week and you had three shape days, you would basically consume, consume 15,600 calories, which is right smack on the money – to what my what was my original basal metabolic rate fifteen thousand uh, what is it was fifteen thousand something so you're right there fifteen thousand four hundred so you're right there of ha- is actually reaching your your basal metabolic rate or the amount of calories your body can sustain um, burns burns off on a daily basis and you're doing that 
and having four times throughout the week having something completely decadent as a meal. And if you can, if you kind of go with me now, you can see how this can get exciting. And this is what really gets exciting. I mean, every summer, like I said, we're going to Cancun next month for ten days, and every year we every we go two two trips either to the Caribbean throughout the summer, and especially to go to an all inclusive resort. There's constantly there's booze, all you know, unlimited booze, unlimited food, unlimited buffets, and you could you know without this plan, I always had you know the 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 road to hell that that you know burns up on good intentions. I you know I'd say okay, we're gonna go, we're gonna have, we're gonna eat light the first couple of days, we're gonna exercise and run every day, and then we're going to you know that way if we do that, we can balance out our calories and we won't gain any weight. Well, you know it it starts off pretty good, but then eventually eventually you know. Three days in a row of pina coladas, and you know it. It does, you know, it does. I mean, I literally, I remember one. I think last year, one trip, I had. I don't eat ice cream very often, but I love ice cream. My wife didn't even realize how much I love ice cream until I ate ice cream every single day while I was there, either lunch or dinner. I had ice cream because I. It was just a great ice cream. I just loved it, and I completely just went crazy (laughs) with the ice cream. So without this plan. You can have a plan, and and it and it's just too challenging, and that's why I tell people, you know, what you, you really have to you have to kind of either get ready to just, just you know gain the weight and 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 deal with the consequences, or it could be so miserable trying to be good on, on while you're on a vacation that it kind of it kind of taints the vacation. Well, here's a here's a solution that may work for you. It may not. Some of you may want to just go, look, I'm on vacation, I'm just going to have at it and come back and deal with it, and that works too. I've done that plenty of times. I just found out that you know the 10 pounds you gain doesn't come off as easy as it, as as you put it on and that you don't want to be doing a you know a protocol every you know every 3 months to lose 10 pounds you know so um I think this is maybe a better option for you so as you reach week week 5 and 6 you now have kind of conquered this this uh shape day and eat 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 meal day you kind of now know what your lifestyle is like you know what your schedule is like so you can actually look ahead of your week if you have business plans or travels or uh, luncheon meetings or parties or weddings, all that kind of stuff that kind of come in the way of going, oh, my God, what am I going to do? You know, I remember Kimberly was on the show the other day. She said that she would just starve herself – or not starve. She would eat apples all day um, before she went to a wedding or to a function, which is really a, you know, a smart way of going about it. But I think it'd be. I think it's easier for me. It's easier anyway to just know that you know what. Okay, I'm gonna go to the, go to the wedding. You usually start in the mid afternoon. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have at it in the afternoon. And if it goes into the wee hours, then I'll try and choose healthier choices by the end of the day. Or just you know, weddings. You gotta have you drink your booze and call it a day. But at the, going at it this this way, you realize that you, even if you're spiking your calories to 10,000 calories on one given day, but the majority of your week you are still maintaining a shape day, having you know, have shape meals, you'll be surprised. Not only will your, your body's going to lose the water weight really quickly from having the high sugar, high carbs, but at the end of the at the end of the day, at the end of the week, your your net losses and net gains will be absolutely minimal, and that means minimal gains and maximum losses. And and that's what that's what really really excites the heck out of me because that works that works you know that works it's being able to kind of live life and go out and have cocktails or go have sushi and my sushi beer and sake and know I'm gonna swell up you know with water weight you know I can gain three four pounds the next morning from having sushi and with my all my stuff that I have but in two days that water weight's gone I'm right back to where I was on the scale and and that that makes that makes me happy <laughs> versus stressing out so. 
let me kind of break it down, and then I'll, I'll break down some little final tips, and then I'll ask. Then I'll put the phone uh, open the lines for any questions. I, I hope I broke it down to where it makes sense. I know I talk really fast, and and uh, and I, I get excited, and I, but I break it down. But like I said, I will take my note. I have my notes here already in a Word document, so I'm just going to copy and paste it into a email blast, and just say here's the uh, uh, here's the uh, outline of the of the uh, phase four uh, EODD. Or EOD, if you will, um, because it's, and I say it's every other day dieting. And like I said, there is the book called Every Other Day Diet, and this is a lot of these concepts are in here. So I'm saying I'm not, I'm not, cre- I'm not creating this. I'm kind of recreating. I borrow what I think makes sense for me, and then I kind of tweak it a little bit. Like my little shape day, um, I just made that easier for me to remember exactly what I'm supposed to have. Um, and it also, like I said, it, 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 you know, what was brilliant about the whole concept when I came across it was the elimination or need to count calories because um, that's where really we have a hard time doing it. In most cases, we do it inaccurately. Um, we're off by 50% or more a lot of the times, and it gets frustrating and it's time-consuming. Only the really disciplined um, people out there really consistently count their calories, and the other ones start, but they end up not finishing it. And I want to be able to relax. My goal is to find something that can people can implement on a on a regular basis that's not overly challenging. Now, yes, is it boring? It may be. You know, it may be boring. You can make it as exciting as you want. To me, I I like I try to reduce stress in my life whenever possible. And I got to tell you that whenever you whenever I'm in phase 4 normally, it's like Jane and I wake up in the morning and, say, and we always say, "Okay, what are we having for dinner?" So we have to kind of figure it out. What are we having for dinner? Okay, we just take it out. We can take it out of the freezer. Are we, what are we having? Are we going anywhere? You know, so you got to constantly think about it. And, and believe it or not, you know, having to think about, plan out and think about what you got to eat every day and how you're going to navigate the scale. And if you are like me, religiously get on the scale every single morning of my life and look at the results of my choices for the day before, um, if you are not really dialed into your body and dialed into how you're eating and how your body responds, a lot of you get thrown into a complete tailspin, and then the disaster happens because then you, after you see yourself pass maybe two, three, four pounds, you go, oh, screw it. I'll, I'll, I'll move my weight set point up another five pounds, and next you know, you creep yourself to 50 pounds. Um, so anything that I could come up with, any kind of trick tip system that's going to make it easier for you to kind of navigate the minefield, that's really what my mission in life is. So let me give you just a couple little silly tips, or maybe not be so silly, but you you may not think about it. Like I said, I already talked about having dessert for breakfast. Um, Try it. Next time you're having these cravings and you got to have something, you know, you, you think you got to have it at night when you're coming home and you're crashing, and that's usually why you're 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 craving that stuff because you're, your sugar is crashing, and and now you've kind of gone too far, either too long without eating, um, your defenses are down, and now you want to grab anything that you have at you, that you can grab. Um, if you want to have those cookies or you know that cake or that key lime pie from uh, almost my favorite key lime pie from California Pizza Kitchen. Love that stuff. <laughs> I'm not name dropping restaurants today. Um, or if you want to, you know, whatever that, whatever your vice is, try having it in the morning, and then get it out of your system. And and, and now you will burn those calories off throughout the day. You would have gotten your sugar fix, and you can go on with your life instead of having to, you know, come home and have it at night and feel crappy about it, and then wake up the next morning and and and, and be pissed that you that you made that choice. Um, so. Breakfast, dessert for breakfast is always a, a good choice. Um, eat healthy fats with with your meals. I mean, I got to tell you guys. I mean, I was trying to figure out what the deal is with you know 
you know, I, I don't know if you if you listen to my story. You know, the very first time I did this protocol, you know, we did it. I did it, and I lost mad weight, and I was like, great. But I wanted to get muscular, and I just wanted I wanted my I wanted a flat flat stomach. And so I went into phase three, and then I, we went to Jamaica, I gained back a few pounds, came back and did another protocol. And in phase three, again, I, would, I literally ate, like, I want to say pounds of nuts. Now, I know it sounds crazy, and I, this may be just me. I'm not telling people to go out and eat pounds of nuts. But I ate avocados and nuts and peanut butter and, and, and uh, you know, I just and, – and all of a sudden, I just woke up looking just – ridiculously ripped and lean. And and so I, and as the years went by and I did protocols for my book and stuff like that, I was like, man, there's something missing. Why am I not getting this? And I didn't know at the time, just so you know, I didn't know at the time that it was the fats that was actually helping me lose fat. I, just, I was trying to look back and go, okay, well, I did this and I ate that clean. I didn't have this. And I was kept trying to duplicate it and duplicate it and duplicate it. And I was talking to Janie about it. I'm like, what the heck? What did I, what did I do? And she goes, well, she goes. I just remember you eating nuts like you were going out. It's time you, you nuts, peanut butter, and avocados were like things you just flipped out on constantly. And and to the point where I was worried that I was eating so many calories and nuts that I didn't understand why I wasn't gaining weight. And so I implemented that again. I mean, if you guys don't know, I, you know, I've proven this thing works over and over again. I just did my live. I did a live, you know, forty days of seven percent body fat. Just recap. I'm at eight percent body fat today. I'm still going to my 7%, so by the time I get to Cancun, my goal is to be completely 7%, but 8% is pretty good, uh, a little bit, eight, like 8.2, 8.3. But um, I did, I just, you know, I got lean again, got rid of all the water weight and the sugar. You know, if you've watched my video, you'll see my little journey I did on it. And I started eating my, I mean, literally started made my whole mix. I'm not talking about raw nuts, guys. Don't, I'm not talking about the freeze-dried or roasted. They, that kills it. It ruins anything anything good about a nut. It's, it's ruined there. And I've been eating the nuts and, I mean, handfuls of nuts. And I made my little combination. I mean, all kinds of, like, walnuts, almonds, uh, what do you call pepitos? I mean, what do you call those? Um, well, um, I can't remember. Um, cashews. I even had um, my, for my sweet part, I had a... Uh, carob raisins in there and that's why i mean i was eating those things man and all of a sudden the body fat is just dropping off of me and i eat the avocados and the peanut butter and i'm telling you it's good fats for some reason i don't know and, and i've read a lot of research on the fact that we had this big war on fat and uh, actually good fats is really a good way to beat the fat so i'm giving you my personal tip that i'm telling you and Janie and i both and she's the same way she's like man we're eating this fats and it's, it's really paying dividends so it, it may not work for everybody, but if you're in phase four uh, or even parts of phase in phase three where you can have the you can have the nuts and the peanut butter and the avocado, um, don't go crazy on it unless you're working out. I mean, I you know, say I run four miles a day and and lift, so just be careful with it. But it is a good good option. Exercise on an empty stomach. Um, Always a better choice to, to force your body to tap into this your stored fat and to burn off the sugars in your body. A lot of people, you know, they eat food, and what happens? Your body's got to burn those calories first. Especially if you eat sugar, your body burns sugar first before it burns fat. So if you can exercise on an empty stomach if possible, or exercise if it's in the evening, exercise after you've eaten you know, two hours after you've eaten, um, you'll help help your body tap into that body fat, and then you can have your shape day or your pro your post protein. Post post workout protein shake right as your first your first meal of the day and it actually helps your body build muscle it feeds those muscles so that's another little quick tip um, consume oh I just said it consume uh, protein post workout um, that helps you be, build lean muscle mass 
Um, don't force eat days if you don't feel like it. Now, just because you have a formula and it says you can, you know, every other day, doesn't mean that you go force yourself to go have a hamburger if you don't want one. You may find that it's really easy and convenient these shaved days are and having the nuts and you may choose to have some extra nuts and, you know, have a little bit of dairy and have a little bit of something else instead of actually implementing the eat day. But it is for those who just can't seem to, you know, go a week without having something sweet or you got to have cravings or, like I said, you just get – you just want it. You just want it because you want it. Well, I'm an, I'm I'm all for guilt-free dieting or guilt-free living, if you will. Forget the dieting. Guilt, guilt-free living – and so, but if you don't feel like it, don't force yourself to do something that you, that is ridiculous. You know, you don't have to have the high calorie day if you don't want to. Um, and then try not to um, eat two hours before bedtime. You know, you've heard that before. Unless you're going to be taking in some kind of casein type protein, um, cottage cheese or chicken breast or a protein, you know, like a, a, a casein type protein shake, uh, some fruit, low glycemic fruit. Um, don't eat the oranges and the orange juice and all that kind of stuff at night time. Um, that also will help your body burn fat throughout the night, um, and it actually works really well. Bodybuilders, believe it or not, in competition, get up. They set their alarm clock to get up in the middle of the night to have chicken breast. That's how that's how serious casein protein works on building muscle. So take it from the pros. It's not something I'm just throwing out of my behind. Um, and that's it. And like I said, and always like I said, you want to combine protein with good fats. Um, and and leave the sugary desserts for earlier in the day, and you really should have some pretty good results. So that's all I have for the Phase 4 EODD. I hope it's some information that will kind of make your life easier. I definitely want you guys to, you know, for those of you who are, who are willing to try it out and you're in that time of your life where, you know, I say time of your life, that you're in that in that part of the phase of your, of your living, you're in Phase 4, you're going into Phase 4, to try it out and please give me some feedback. Um, and, and, and let me know if you come up with some things that tweak that works for you because I really am going to add this to my next book or to at least my second edition of my book uh, only because, in fact, I, like I said, I really think it's powerful information. It's, it, it's working. It's proven to work really well. But I also would like to get feedback from you guys because that's all that matters. You know, Who cares if it just works for me? That, that doesn't, excite, doesn't excite everybody. It excites me, but it doesn't excite everybody. I want to know if it's working for everybody. The reason why I love HC Body for Life is because it works, man. It works for it works for anybody who actually implements it and that's why I, I know so that's why I want the same kind of uh, confirmation if you will uh, on how this works for you and if it just makes your life less stressful easier if vacationing is easier if traveling is easier um, I know the travel days for us um, are usually you know stuck with airport food and bad choices because you can't really pack your foods or pack your juice or waters or whatever because of the airport laws um, so you got to buy what's there and you know it's kind of you know, fast food, Happyville. So, you know, that's a perfect day, perfect, uh, perfect day for for an eat day, um, because I can get a salad, a chicken salad or a Caesar salad, but I also can have something sandwich or whatever um, as my early part of the day as well. So um, if you haven't been here before, the, the system is you, if you press 1 on your phone like you did in the very beginning for the sound check, that will put your hand up, and then I will, I will open up your mic. You can ask your question or have a comment, and then um, we'll just go in order as they, as they come up. And then please, once, you add, once you've had your question or made your comment, please press 1 again because the screen for me is like a big yellow question mark. And then what happens when, you, when another one comes up, the screen jumps. <laughs> and sometimes I'm looking at the numbers and they all look the same to me, so I may, you may get dropped in the, in the loop. So the first person whose, whose hand has been up, I guess, since 
update from the second from the beginning of the call, so I don't know if you really have a question or not. Uh, nine five one five eight eight. You're on the air, I think. Wait, hey, there you go. You're on the air. Five nine five one five eight eight. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you? Doing fine. I was listening to uh, in on the uh, call. There's a lot of information that definitely helps a lot with phase three already, and been maintaining pretty good. But what I yeah. wanted to know was about how we can actually trigger the move those last bit of uh, stubborn pounds, you know, in those certain areas, you know. And I uh, just started back working out harder in the gym because I was doing quite a bit of weight training before I uh, got myself introduced to it. And so it took the pounds down. Now I need to lost my muscle. I was trying to regain that. Right. And, uh, I'm trying to figure out how that I can really get to uh, those stubborn areas and okay. break them down so I can buy my abs come through a whole lot more difficult. Got it. Good question. The huge ad, I mean, I'm the poster child phase Um, especially for you, uh, athletic people out there, if you live you live your life in the gym, and then you start this protocol and you just stop working out, you're actually you actually are, it's counterproductive because your muscles start to atrophy. You're actually slowing down your metabolism because now your muscle your muscles are in atrophy and it's not burning as much fat. Uh, I am a huge advocate. I mean, I, I basically say it's not it's not it's not that you have to, but I truly believe in building burning fat and building muscle. And our goal is with our HC Body for Life system is that for every 20 pounds of fat you're losing, you're gaining muscle. So to answer your question, you would have probably seen a little bit more fat loss had you continued your exercise regimen um, through phase two. Now that you are in phase three and you are able to hit it harder. Um, you will still see some fat loss in phase two, especially by you know following our phase. I'm mean, sorry, phase three. Following our phase three regimen of actually increasing your protein uh, intake now, um, adding the good fats to your diet. You know, basically keeping the sugars and starch, and actually doing your cardio and working out. You actually can lose tons of interest still without actually losing two pounds. Getting you know, losing the two pounds. Ultimately, this has been my recommendation and always will be that this protocol was designed to in my opinion, designed for you to take your body to to exhausting all of your fat stores, and that's how you know you've completed the protocol completely. And what that looks like, basically, is literally staying on phase two or doing multiple rounds if you have to um, and getting to where literally the ACG stops working in your in your body and you're, you're basically – it no longer works. You basically are hungry because you've exhausted your fat bank. That means you literally you have less than 5 or 10 percent, 10%, uh, 5 or 10 pounds worth of uh, – um, actual abnormal fat left in there. It really can't tap into it that much anymore. And that will actually extinguish those problem areas. I think the reason why you still have some problem areas is because of the fact that you probably still have... Um, On mute again. Anyway, taking your body fat measurements and knowing how much actual body fat you have left on your body will give you a good idea if you can um, tap into your to tap into the rest of that body fat to an, another another phase uh, one and two. I want to open. 
Yep. Can you hear me? Hello. Can you hear me? Make sure it's not my. Press. All right. Uh, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you? All right. Excuse me. Hello. I don't know why. Well, hold on. Let me see. Can Can you hear me now? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, I couldn't hear you. I got you now. Okay. And the second part of my question was too. So I did. I I, I received that. Because I lost in that, and and this, uh, I did two rounds. I lost uh, fifty pounds. Great, fifty pounds. So, and I've been maintaining. You know, I've been off for about. It's been about five, six weeks now, since my last cycle. Great. And uh, so, and I've been maintaining. has my my weight hasn't varied very much, maybe two or three pounds. But I know that I'm back lifting heavy, and training hard the way I was training. So you know, my body again starts to. Uh, take shape and take form again. But uh, also about alcohol, I've seen that you put out um, an email about the, the adverse effects of alcohol and how it uh, it uh, kills your metabolism. And I was wondering, is it just based on all type of alcohol or the way you're mixing it? Because I find myself doing pretty much all greyhounds. Yeah, to be honest with you, alcohol. Period. It's a muscle killer. <laughs> it's a muscle killer. It's a testosterone killer. It's a sex drive killer. It's a. It really is no upside. Now, trust me, I like my cocktails too. So, but as long as we know in advance what we're getting. But bottom line is, is you know, you call it beer belly for a reason because beer belly is nothing but estrogen. <laughs> this is converts yeah. to estrogen. So alcohol is. I mean, really, you know, some people say red wine or white wine or you know are better choices. To be honest with you, you know, get the benefits from red wine. You'd have to drink ten bottles of it. So, mm-hmm. Um, for me, I'm sorry, I lost you. See, I, I was on a conference call. That's that's what it was, and that's why I went. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here, but I think I got I got people holding online for questions. Okay. Um, but if you have any other questions, just email me, man. I'll be more than call me directly. Okay, that sounds good. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Let me see. Next caller, 407-227. You're on the air. Yes, hi, Colin. It's Lori. Hi, Lori. Oh, good. I can hear you. Okay. Um, I have a question about the protocol that you're just describing. So on mm-hmm. your shake day, when you do your shake, yes. can you like a lot of times when I do my shake, I'll put like spinach and maybe some strawberries in there. Can you do that or does it just have to be just protein and water? No, I mean literally, my protein shake looks like I don't know if you see my tweet, my my tweets. They look like uh, you know smoothies or ice cream. <laughs> I mean, I have right. frozen fruit in there, and you know my creatine and my protein shake, and uh, I even had peanut butter, a tablespoon of peanut butter. I mean, you know, the protein shake is uh, like I said. I try to combine you know fat, good fat, and protein in every meal. Uh, except for my apple days. I mean, my apples in the afternoon. So um, yeah, you can make your protein shake. Um, however you want. I mean, really, I, I don't know how much to add into it. It would be only a 300-calorie 300, 300 shake, you know, so. Okay. And my other question is, when you do week one and two, you said you do three shake meals and then one eat meal. Is there any reason, like, 
if, if, let's just say you're trying to lose like three or four pounds. Is there any reason why you couldn't continue on the protocol for week one and two, or do you need to move on to the week three and four where you're doing only two shape days and one eat day? That's, you know, that is such a great question. It's such a great question. Um, be honest with you, any one of those stay other than the first two weeks, the reason why the first two because you got to make a habit of it. It's just, it's just if you don't do something consistently, it just will go out the window. But the great question, whichever one of those um, phases, if you will, is comfortable for you. So if you are a person that, hey, I like, I can do shape day every day, have my one cheat day, whatever the case may be, and that works for you, then you can actually maintain that, and you actually will see yourself losing fat, you know, gradually over over the weeks. If that works for you, if, if if two works for you where you're having two days on and one day off and that fits more into your lifestyle because of your schedule, then you can stick with that. Ultimately, the, the EODD portion of it is for those people who just need to have something. <laughs> you know? it's, just, it's either all or nothing kind of things. If they don't have it, they're just going to go crazy. So it kind of takes the edge off to where even psychologically knowing, hey, you know what, I'm going to not have it today because I can have it tomorrow. And you choose not to have it tomorrow, but that kind of kept you day for today. That works. Okay. Yeah. So and and where where do like if you want to have a glass of wine like once a week, I have a glass of wine. I'm in I'm over phase three, but where would you fit that in? Would that be on your eat day then? Uh, yeah, I would definitely. I mean, alcohol. Like I said, I mean, it all depends if you are an eighty twenty person. I mean, yeah. one glass. One glass of wine is not going to – you can have one glass of wine a day, and it really wouldn't kill It wouldn't kill the system. It's just you have to know who you are. And if you're a person that's not going to have one glass of wine, then you want to have that at your, at your lunch meal. If you want to have three glasses of wine with your burger, knock yourself out. But if you are somebody who has that kind of, you know, that you can have a, you have a glass of wine to unwind at the end of the day, you only have one, and yes, that's yeah. your personality – then you actually can get you actually can get away with it in your shape days because your calorie intake was so was so low and your your food combinations were so good. So yeah, there is some room for for uh, mar- margin for for yeah, I guess lab. Okay, and you do with your BMR calculations, you do add in your workout calories burned, right? Actually, you you don't have to because really. Okay. You just, you just go basically by what your BMR is because your workout calories are just adding to the equation. That I gave you these numbers not even counting any cardio or any working out at all. So you can only imagine how more powerful it is if you are somebody who actually works out. So if I would think that on the days that you're having your – if you worked out on the days you have in your day, that would be the smartest thing to do, right? Because you could actually live it up for breakfast or lunch, and you would have already burned put those calories in the bank, a portion of them in the bank. Okay, cool. All right, thank yeah. you. Great question. Awesome. All right. I mean, anybody else? I got. I don't know. Is that the same guy? The same person had his hand up. The nine five one. But if you have any other questions, guys, we got about twenty so minutes left. If not, I hope I've given you enough information. Usually, when I get ready to check out, people go, "Oh, I have a question." But no. All right. So I hope that you kind of got. I hope this really resonates with you guys. And if you and if you do try it and use it, please, please, please send me an email or. Give me a call. Give me some feedback. Um, I'm really excited to see how, how it kind of plays out in your life, especially um, if you have to travel or vacation or just, you know, you just want a way of, of not having to, you know, freak out when the scale, you know, kind of flies around. But I do want to warn you that on eat days, the next morning you are going to see, you know, you can see a significant swing in the scale. I mean, you can go anywhere from two to five pounds. 
I don't want you to freak out. That is literally water weight from the sugar and the carbs, and and your body actually needs that. It needs that kind of those those sugars and carbs to actually replenish your glycogen levels, your muscles, and what have you. Don't freak out. If you go right back to you know doing the uh, the uh, shape days, you know especially the two days in a row, for example, you'll see that water weight go away really quickly. If you're doing it every other day, then you're going to kind of see it pan out near the end of the week. Um, and if it freaks you out, then you know that you want to have two shape days in between your next eat day. And you just play with it. But if, if you can see the power in this, guys, I mean, it really, really kind of takes the food, me- I mean, the measuring, weighing, I mean, you know, not weighing, but counting calories, you know, being paranoid about going to parties and events and, and worrying about, you know, if you're going to be able to drink or eat on certain days and times because you can actually create your schedule to fit into your life. And that's really what this is all about. So I really hope that you guys get excited about this because I'm really excited about it, and I wanted to put it out here in advance so I can get feedback. So really the only price of admission I want from those of you to hear this podcast in, in the future, uh, those of you here on the call tonight, and it was a pretty good bunch of you, is if you go ahead and implement this at any time you know, this year, uh, please give me some feedback on how it worked for you. Um, because I'm really, really, really excited. But testimonials would be great, too, because that way I can add those to my book as well. So, um, as always, love you bunches. Thank you for being here, taking the time to spend this, uh, you know, 60, 70 minutes with me. And if there's no more questions, I will put on some music and, and check out for the evening and, and go take care of my wife. Um, and that'll be it. So, all right, guys, God bless you. Thanks for being here, and I'll holla at you. See, we want to play today.